Hello, Jackets. Welcome to the Buzzabout Project podcast sponsored by the Georgia Tech Residence Hall Association. My name is Gabe Jones, this year's public outreach manager for RHA, and I'm so excited to be hosting this podcast and heading up the project this year. The Buzzabout Project highlights those that make our campus and residence halls feel more like home, hall directors, residents, RAs, campus partners, friends of the department, and more. Each week, a new person along with the information about what they do at Tech and why they do it is featured on our website, our social media, and right here on the podcast. Daniel Ibrahim joins us today, previously involved in TEDx, an undergraduate research assistant and RA, part of the task force for racial equality at the College of Sciences, and a co-founder of Picnic for Peace. Welcome, Daniel, to the show. All right. I am super excited to welcome uh, Daniel to the Buzzbelt Project podcast. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully, Gabriel. I'm really excited to be here. Really honored that I was asked. And um, this is a really cool project y'all are doing. Things have definitely felt different on campus. And I'm happy that there's something um, that y'all are doing to make us feel more connected. Yeah, thank you so much for being involved and for being an awesome tech student to be able to sit down and talk with us about some of your involvements uh, here at Georgia Tech. You're, of course, a fourth year neuroscience major on campus. Um and you're involved in a lot. So just want to start diving right into that. Uh, first of all, your involvement with TEDx Georgia Tech. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so TED is actually an organization that I knew I wanted to join even before I got here. Um, one of my upperclassmen friends uh, found out I was coming here and knew that I had a passion for conversation and sharing ideas and was like, you know, I have the organization for you. So um, I came to Georgia Tech, applied to be a speaker liaison with TEDx my freshman year, which was awesome because I got to work directly with a speaker and like help cultivate their talk and get to learn a lot from them. And that was really a special experience. Went on to be a community director my second year here where um, I was really focused on making the TED organization itself feel like a community, community, as well as reaching out to different organizations on campus that could benefit from what we were so passionate about, which was the sharing and spreading of ideas and doing what we can to be hearing other people on campus's ideas. Um, and then my junior year, which was last year, I uh, actually got to um, serve as the executive director of the organization um, and got kind of got to have it all come together where I got to work with the TED community, got to work with the speakers, got to work with every uh, with the different teams putting together every aspect of those events. And that was a truly special, special experience and uh, one of my very favorite things that I've gotten to do at Tech. So, um, yeah, TED, TED is really great. Yeah, TED, it's always been an, an interesting organization to me, and I've had quite a few friends that come in and out of it of just, yeah, just the idea of spreading ideas and uh, being able to connect with fellow students on things that maybe you just don't think of on a daily basis. Um, and so, yeah, TED's really a, an interesting organization on campus and so cool that you've been able to be a part of it from kind of the bottom up to the top. Um, but yeah. Um, so another thing that you're highly involved with uh, at Tech is research, correct? Yes. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do uh, in that field? Yeah, so um, I work under the psychology department in Richard Catrimbone's lab. Um, it's the problem solving and education technology uh, lab. And um, basically, they work in cognitive psychology. And what really um, made me interested in that lab that I started working in um, right after my first year um, was the focus on educational techniques. And um, I'm really, really passionate about getting to learn um, what it is that helps other people learn. And, and Richard Catrimbone's work is um, is mainly in that. And um, I got to start working with him then. And, and last year, got to start working on my own projects in that lab as well, which has been a really cool experience getting to see things from the very beginning stages of, of 
thinking of an idea of a research project, seeing what everybody else has thought about it, what, what, what the previous research that's been done on it is, getting to find out which materials I can use in funding and, and all that fun stuff to now um, getting to really close to getting to run participants. And so um, working in research at Tech has been really awesome, like getting to work directly with some professors and um, see what they're getting to do that is directly impacting the world, um, getting to see how the entire process uh goes through figuring out what I want to do in the research field when I um, when I graduate from here um, and getting to really have my hand in um, providing knowledge that will hopefully hopefully have an impact on the world around me so um, that's been a really cool experience I've gotten to work um, with the interdisciplinary projects in both psychology and neuroscience um, as I'm a neuroscience major and um, have had the ability to do those projects in this lab. And um, I'm now uh, focusing specifically on um, a, pro a project using EEG, um, electroencephalography. Oh, what a word. <laughs> um, and uh, getting to um, basically see if there's a, a linkage between neural engagement and um, a certain type of learning technique, which is um, as I mentioned before, learning about how other people learn is really fascinating to me. So uh, all in all, it has been definitely something that has piqued my interest um, and been very engaging. Yeah, it's uh, once again, uh, playing back to the ideas of you involved in TED as well, of just you know, learning how people learn um, and kind of one of the things that you're really passionate about, of course, is uh, kind of how scientific understanding kind of sparks human connection. Um, could you dive into that a little bit and kind of how that ties into what you have been able to do through your research or through TED and that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I will go back to like my, my main interests in psychology and neuroscience. It's how humans learn and how humans also communicate and connect. And so I really like that um, within my fields, I get to specifically work with sciences that are directly involving people and, and, you know, how the human brain is working. And I feel like having an understanding of how the human brain is working and how uh, it shows in people's actions and thoughts and perceptions um, really helps me. I feel like I have a better understanding of the people around me or at least doing my best to. Um, and I think that having like, I think all in all, if people pay more attention to that, to like the complexities of the human mind and, and, and work towards, having a better understanding of what the intricacies are, are that make us act in a certain way, I think that there's, you know, a realization that there's just so much more to every single person than I think we sometimes give others credit for. Um, so I definitely think that it just encourages human understanding to have an understanding of what is going on inside someone's head um, to cause their actions. And, and in that way, we can get to know one another better and, and have a little bit more empathy, have a little bit more understanding um, towards people different than than ourselves. Yeah, so I was, I was going to just like breaking down boundaries. I think if if we understand that we're all truly one people at the end of the day, we're we're all connected uh, beyond language and race and sex and mm -hmm. everything else in between uh that we're all just human uh that kind of understanding i think really can breed a, a, a just new idea that to care for each other and to be empathetic towards one another mm -hmm. um, and yeah that's really cool that uh you've been able to kind of understand that not only through just what you do um daily basis and the organizations you're involved with but also through your research and uh the things that you're learning um, but yeah, and that kind of leads into another thing that you're involved with, uh, the Racial Equality Task Force. Uh, talk a little bit about that as well. 
Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I got to join the College of Sciences Racial Equality Task Force um, in the beginning of the summer when the Black Lives Matter movement um, was becoming more prominent um, and rightfully so. And um, it's been really a pleasure um, and a very humbling experience as well to be a part of this group. Um, I serve currently as the only undergrad on the um, on the committee, um, which has been really fascinating to be um trying my very best to represent undergraduate opinions. Um, I've been I've been working hard to reach out to people around me that um, might have more experience in these areas and listening to them and, and just being a source of someone that can can act as a messenger of what I'm hearing from my peers um, and the struggles that they've been facing on campus and, and passing it along to this group of really talented and passionate faculty um, that's on the task force um, and uh, getting the chance to, to be a little bit of a messenger there and see what are some actionable items we can put on our list so that we can make sure that tech feels more equitable and, and more comfortable and homey to people that are coming here um, from all sorts of diverse backgrounds. Um, and so right now, some of the work that we're working on is um, creating a non-academic code of conduct um, that is more specifically um, aligned with racial equity, um, working on training for faculty um, so that they have an understanding of, of diverse backgrounds before they are in contact with students and with other faculty, um, and also working on putting together a survey that will go out to students um, to have a better understanding of what the needs are in the community. Because at the end of the day, our group of 14, 15 people on this task force only have so much experience in these areas. And there's such a vast, um, you know, community of diverse people at tech. And, and we want to be listening to those people and making sure that their voices are heard. So those are some of the things that we're working on right now. Um, and it's been really cool getting to learn from from these faculty members and getting to see um, how things that we are seeing on a student undergraduate level are translating over to what's happening in a graduate level and are translating over to what's happening at a faculty and staff level as well. And, and seeing how decisions from, you know, up here in administration are impacting every level trickling down and, uh, and how um, the culture of tech is also impacting all of them similarly. So um, it has been, it, I'm happy that I've, I'm getting to be a part of it. Um, and I, and I'm hoping that our work is um, going to be impactful and that I'm hoping that there's something that really comes out of it so that, um, people can feel like tech is a more comfortable and welcoming place. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's really cool that, that you are the the undergraduate voice within that community. I think I, I always encourage students from freshman year onward is just dive into these organizations on campus because really you could be that only voice that and, you know, change something that no one else would have thought of. Um, that's really cool that you're a part of that and that you're, really speaking out for the undergraduate community uh, within the College of Sciences. Um, and one other thing that you are very passionate about is the Atlanta interfaith community uh, and uh, your co-founder of Picnic for Peace. And I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Picnic for Peace is honestly, it's it's my heart and soul. Like I, I just smile so wide when I'm asked about it. And I, I love getting to share the idea. Um, so Picnic actually came around when I was in high school. Um, I went to high school here in Georgia, um, in North Fulton. And um, there was a time around 10th grade when um, there was a lot of Islamophobia and, and I as a Muslim woman was getting a lot of questions from friends. And I also became a lot more outspoken about um, my advocacy for Islam as a peaceful religion. And so um, 
when I started becoming a part of these conversations, I inevitably started being a bigger part of the interfaith community. And um, there were students at my school that were also really passionate about these kinds of conversations and showing that there really is a need to get to know somebody before you judge them based on something that you think about one of their identities. Um, and so uh, I teamed up with people from our Jewish Student Union and our Fellowship of Christian Athletes um, for our first year. And we birthed what was called the Picnic for Peace, which um, basically brings together uh, interfaith leaders from around the area to speak on a on a theme that having having to do with understanding one another. So like teaching your children well about other religions or, or um, promoting tolerance and unity, things of that sort. And um, it has grown and grown since we went on to do it again my senior year, including more cultural organizations, including um, Indian cultural associations, as well as um, having Gay Pride Alliance in there as well to share a non-denominational um, and just spiritual perspective on unity and understanding. Um, and then brought it to tech um, my sophomore year um and unfortunately couldn't do it again last year because of covid but um it it at tech it has also gotten to grow and and i really appreciated being a part of it here because there's just there's such a uh, big religious and spiritual community here at tech um and cultural community here at tech and um getting to getting to see as many people as we possibly the idea is like it, picnic is uh interfaith both in its structure and its function so we want to be planning the event from the beginning stages with people from different organizations so typically at the beginning of the year we try and reach out to as many connections as we have um in a in different organizations around campus get as many different um representations of different types of people that we can on a stage within, you know, a reasonable amount of time um, and plan, you know, the theme together, the food together, uh, the activities together. And the way the importance of that is like we're learning to learn, work with one another as an organ as organizations, as diverse organizations as well. And that will make us more likely to think about each other and work together in the future as well. Um, and then our audience is, is honestly incredibly diverse as well. And it opens up that platform for them to learn from different people's perspectives on, on unity and diversity, um, as well as just open up a platform where types of hard questions um, might not be, they might not be asked in other settings, but this is, this picnic is, uh, the idea is these people are here with a willingness to learn and understand and be asked hard questions. Um, and, and it just opens up the platform for that. And I, I really love that there's a comfortable setting for that. And so um, it's gotten me to be a lot closer with uh, different religious organizations and cultural organizations tech and um that's just it's such a beautiful thing because they're the idea is it's not only realizing what you have in common there's so many things that we have in common but also like celebrating these things that make us different like finding those things that make us different that it's it's so exciting to learn about from other people and um seeing how how we can and learn from them and use that to learn about ourselves and use that to you know um help ourselves become better people and it's just it's a beautiful event um one of the things I, I absolutely adore most at Tech and um, being a part of that event has just uh, thankfully helped me be more in contact with people in the Atlanta community at large. So um, I've started to going and speaking at things like the ecumenical Thanksgiving at Temple Cult Emeth and um, and, you know, different panels for peace and, and different religious organizations, uh, religious entities um, around Atlanta. That's just a really awesome community to be connected with and a really uh, great cause. So. Happy to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a very interesting and very exciting organization. And uh, I, I serve on the leadership board for uh, a Christian organization on campus. And when we heard about you guys, we were super stoked to, you know, we unfortunately couldn't do it last year, but we really want, because last year was our first year, but we really want to be a part of it mm -hmm. um, because we're doing 
the same thing on a Christian level of trying to connect the different, you know, just Christian groups around campus and that kind of thing of, uh, and it's hard. I mean, it's, it's a difficult thing to kind of reach out to people. It can be awkward. It can be scary. Uh, cause I mean, sometimes we just, it, it can be angering to hear something that you just don't agree with. Um, and to be able to have some, an organization like this, uh, Picnic for Peace, of being able to come together and just sit down, enjoy time together. Uh, and like we were talking about earlier, just enjoying the human connection, um, I think is really super important uh, on any level. Uh, being able to connect with your fellow person uh, on any level of just friends, uh, being able to carry out a peaceful conversation uh, without yelling at each other, either in real life or over the internet, uh, I think is super, super important. So I'm, I'm really glad to see an organization like this and you at the head of it, uh, with someone just so much compassion for people. Um, but yeah. Thank you, Gabriel. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, uh, I think that is going to do it, uh, for our interview. Thank you so much and, uh, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. You too. I'm excited to see uh, the other Buzz About interviews that come out and, and just keep seeing all the cool things y'all are doing. Yeah, thank you so much. To learn more about the Buzz About Project and how you can join us right here on the podcast, head over to thebuzzaboutproject.com, where you can find everyone we've interviewed so far, the written version of this interview, and how you can nominate yourself and others. To keep up with us, make sure you follow at RHAGT on Instagram and the Georgia Tech Residence Hall Association on Facebook. Thanks for listening and buzz on.